Signs of the Southland. Mr. Grant, I uh, I hear that you watched a bit of European race car driving this morning. I did. Uh, it was called the Monaco Grand Prix. And uh, I don't think I'm educated enough about the sport to uh, have opinions. But, you know, it, it, it was a thing. It existed. I don't know. Nice way to start my Sunday. This is a this is a different tack from you. You know, sometimes I thought I would be able to get you watching the Premier League on weekend mornings, and instead you've picked up Drive to Survive. There's only you. there's only so many Sunday morning uh, sports I can jam in before and after church. So uh, I guess I had to take a pick. Premier League or the Bundesliga? Watch the Bundesliga. Uh, I mean, that that's even more top-heavy than American sports, isn't it? Unfortunately, yes. But it's fun. There's it, there's the fun factor. It's just, you know, it's it's like one man step on a field football. and Bayern Munich always wins. It, it's ACC football, but in a soccer league. Oh, I don't even oh, I don't even want to think about how accurate that is. Oh. Hey, okay. I don't even watch the Bundesliga, and I know that's true. Bayern Munich, someday, someday you'll be vanquished. Uh, preferably not before an American wins a title with you. Anyway, welcome back to Signs of the Southland. As always, I'm Akshay Ishwaran, and joining me from, where are you now, Chicago? I don't even know. You're being a jet setter recently, uh, is Mr. Jake Grant. How are you doing tonight on a, a night where Trey Young absolutely nuked the uh, the New York Knicks? That was we- that was a weird game to watch. Uh, Thibodeau on the sideline. Pretty sure I heard the name Taj Gibson, and then obviously Derrick Rose, complete with way more hair than when he was middle school. Jake's uh, favorite sports player. Uh, the Cubs were really bad back then, et cetera, et cetera. But um, no, it was really weird watching watching the Knicks be the ghosts of the Chicago Bulls past. Um, but it was. Uh, it was nice to see Atlanta win, quite frankly. I, I don't care for the Knicks. Um, I don't really care for the Hawks either. But if if I can choose between you and the people I know who like the Hawks being happy or some random people from New York, uh, I, I choose you. So there you go. Wow, how, how heartfelt. I was going to say the weirdest thing about that game is that Atlanta won. But that is... <laughs> besides the point Uh, anyway we have a lot of other uh atlanta campus sports to talk about this week as all of our programs finish up their spring seasons so let's start at the top with jake grant's favorite sport the swim and dive team yeah um in that we had another uh olympic trials cut for the ladies um that's uh mackenzie campbell she will be swimming in Omaha. That's about all I got on that one. Do, uh, do you not, not even have the time and event? Come on. No, it was skills. I'm sorry. I uh, scrolled right through it because John Boy broke down. Uh, uh, what's his face? David Ross getting tossed. And that immediately consumed all of my attention. I will pull up the time right now. Um, Mackenzie, you all may know uh, as one of the folks we've talked about, as leading the way for the women having really their best um, their best finish ever, quite frankly, since the program became a thing about 20 years ago. But uh, Campbell, 200 fly, uh, she's a butterflyer and an IMer. Her time was a 214.17, 
uh, which leads me to believe that she did that long course. And that's good because in Omaha, that'll be swim long course. So you know what? Might as well get ready and, and race. Mm-hmm. They've started putting that, uh, putting that pull together. Looks like it's, uh, you know, it's almost time. A hundred capacity for uh, the college world series, right at the same time as Olympic trials, Omaha every four years is the center of the sports world in America. So, uh, Good for that. Look, and we'll talk about it later, but the setup is potentially good. I'm not going to I'm not going to call my call a shot, but it it bodes well. Potentially. I'm uh all I'm saying is if things start to break uh the jacket's way, uh I will probably have to be using the what? One <laughs> one day off I'll have accumulated from work on that trip. Oof. Maybe, yeah, maybe see that year. Gotta wait four years, I guess. Only happens once in a blue moon. Uh moving on to other NCAA tournament related sports. Both tennis teams, uh, having been eliminated from the team NCAA tournament last week, uh, were in action as individuals and doubles pairings uh this week. Uh in terms of singles, Kenya Jones and Vicky Flores. Uh, on the women's side, fell in the round of 64. Kenya to Auburn's Celine Ovunk. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, and Vicky Flores to Michigan's Carrie Miller. On the men's side of singles, Andres Martin advanced to the second round with a win over Alabama's Edson Ortiz. Uh, Mr. Martin really wanted Bama. Uh, and Marcus McDaniel fell to South Florida's Jacob Wojcik. Uh, in the round of 64. Uh, Martin will play against the winner of the Arizona State-Florida matchup that is taking place tomorrow, uh, which is Monday the 24th when we record this. So before we talk about the doubles pairings and what's ahead later this week, what did you think of the singles performance so far? Um, Shame we didn't actually really get to watch. I, I had hoped... Just for Vicky and Kenya's sake, uh, given that it is their last uh, last hacks as jackets, that they'd be able to uh, put something together. I, I don't know. They're they're two of the best to ever do it uh, at Tech on the women's tennis side, and that's saying something considering they're our only official uh, team to ever have uh, won a NCAA title. So uh, uh, they've represented well. So it's it's a little disappointing, but honestly. I don't think I don't think you can fault them at all or, or anything like that. So good on them. Um, for the men, uh, it kind of shook out as expected. I think asking for two and zero is a lot, um, but both of them have been playing really well. They're pretty not interchangeable in the one two courts uh, for Tech this year, but they definitely have both played at both one and two. Uh, but I think if there was somebody that was going to uh, pop off in a singles tournament, that it was going to be Anders Martin. So. That's more expected. Uh, yeah, that that's kind of that's the vibe I got. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you had something else to add? No, not really. I I think I have to parrot what you're saying and saying that not having Kenny and Vicky advance is you know uh, it's a little heartbreaking, especially considering what you said about how much they've meant to the program and with the leadership that they provided. But you know they still do have a shot to uh, to advance later this week uh, in the doubles tournament. Uh, both that pairing of Flores and Jones and Frostar and Cohen uh, are in Orlando. I think it's in Orlando. Uh, 
yeah, for the cool. doubles tournament on the women's side. And then Martin and McDaniel will pair up uh, to face UCF uh, on the men's side. I didn't see a bracket available yet for the women's side, which is strange. But, uh, you know, the NCAA works in mysterious ways, as we know. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. It's we can probably keep them posted. We'll keep retweeting stuff from the account too. Um, a lot of this, uh, is a little bit tougher to follow cause you know, obviously you can't really hop on ACC network extra, but, um, you know, that that's what the Twitters are for, I guess. Do you not get the tennis channel? Boo. On the tennis channel? I frankly did not even know. Uh, I actually don't know if it's on the tennis channel. I think it's on a tennis streaming service actually called tennis one. Oh, uh, is that the thing they tried to make us pay for when we went to ITAs or no? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't pay for any of this stuff. Do crimes, bro. Let's see. Watch live. Tennissticker.de. Isn't that that sounds website? sketchy. Yeah. Um, yeah. WW2. You know, www.tennisticker.de is the website. Yep, I don't know about that one. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll investigate more and then get back to them on that. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, moving right along, uh, a golf update. Not only did Phil Mickelson win the PGA Championship this afternoon, I guess this evening, uh, Georgia Tech Golf advanced yet again to the NCAA Championship round out of the Tallahassee Regional. Uh, in I think this one is at Oklahoma State. I, I don't know what I don't actually know where it is, uh, but wherever it is, uh, they have to finish in the top eight to advance to match play, uh, and then whoever wins match play wins an NCAA title. So I assume you've taken a look at the field because I certainly have not because I'm the bad podcaster. Please tell me what you think. Uh, what you think the situation is going to be for for our boys with the uh, with the old clubs? Um, I think it would be pretty shocking if we made it to match play. Quite frankly, um, as we've gone on at length on about this team, last year was kind of the um, how you say uh, the lightning in a bottle type of year. Uh, this year, we're just kind of. Happy to be there, I guess. That that sounds lame, but um, you know, there there's there's only so many Ah the NCAA website keeps making noise. Um I don't like it. They need to stop that. Um I, I, I'm gonna pop into the other uh the other teams that made it from the other regionals and we can kind of go from there. Mm-hmm. Um out of uh out of the Washington regional um uh, Florida, uh, Pepperdine, Wake Forest, we've seen all those teams this year. Uh, but none of those got the top two spots, which was really interesting. ETSU and San Francisco <laughs> got first and second there. Wake Forest is um, tied with Georgia Tech for most ACC golf titles, um, so always a strong program there. Uh, Pepperdine was was tough when we played them. Uh, let's see. Uh, Oklahoma, always a good program. Uh, Texas Tech, another uh, program that's had a great year, Vandy, Arkansas, uh, NC State, and Clemson. Uh, those were two teams at the top of the table in the ACC this year. Um, so, you know, they're 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 solid programs. Oklahoma State, 
uh, out of their own regional. That that's probably one of the better golf schools, I believe. That's where Phil Mickelson went. Um, uh, he went to Arizona State. I believe. Arizona State. Okay, consider well, Arizona State, Jake. Some 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 uh, a, a fair few is is a good way to put it. Uh, PGA folks have come out of Oklahoma State. Great program. Uh, Illinois, uh, another good program there. Obviously, we know our regional, Florida State, Georgia, Liberty, TCU. All of them are very solid. And then uh, Texas, North Carolina, Tennessee, Louisville. So lots of lots of ACC programs. Again, this is a Georgia Tech team that finished outside the top four in the ACC. Uh, and all those programs will be uh, playing in this, uh, in this field as well. So I, I'm not trying to throw water on Georgia Tech. Uh, uh, you know, winning it all. Uh, I think a a top 25 showing is certainly plausible, uh, if not expected. Uh, this is a team that's playing its best golf uh, as the season has wound down. So I- I'm trying to bring it all back together. But Tech could do good things, uh, would not expect a trophy. Uh, but if they did, <laughs> if they did, that'd be wonderful. Jake I think would complain. Jake would oh. complain that it was this team in this year that won a trophy. Strafacci deserves his ring, man. Ogletree deserves his ring. Snydergens. The amount of times I had to write the name Snydergens and look it up because I always forgot he deserved a ring. Just for- He deserves a ring just for his, his last name being uh, difficult for you to, uh, for, to spell. Oh, yeah, for sure. Also, can we shout out that family? Two golfers and a, 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 relief, a relief pitcher for baseball. They sent their whole whole family to georgia tech on athletic merit that's not bad it's a lot of money saved oh for sure uh oh. also imagine if they were on in-state scholarships too Woo. Woo. that's 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 a license to print money but um but yeah no uh, georgia tech um i i don't know they're playing with house money i think it's the same way we talk about men's tennis right i, I think that's a good frame of mind to use on them they're playing with house money. Let's uh, let's just you know put it all on white and gold and see where it lands. Oh, white and mm. I tried. Okay, fine. I tried. You're you you did try. I'll I'll give you that. We're we're all about uh. bad puns. We are all about bad puns. Uh, moving right along, the second biggest news of the week because we have some even bigger news to talk about shortly. After it, uh, baseball swept Athens uh, and then won the UNC series to be Coastal Division champions in back-to-back years because 2020 was not a real baseball season. No, it was not. Even though we finished with a uh, .667 win percentage in the conference, uh, that's Out of called, playing, what, three games? Yeah, we beat Virginia Tech two or three games, you know. I don't even know if that would have put us at the top of the table. But anyways, um, Georgia Tech baseball, it's never, never, never a dull, a dull moment. moment those guys. Never. never a dull moment. It, it, I, was, um, it was a weird, weird week in terms of baseball. A stressful week. That probably took years off my life, man. Okay, so, so let's walk through it, shall we? So uh, starting... On what was this Tuesday? This was Tuesday mm-hmm. night. Uh, so the Athens game uh, at home, uh, the back end of a home and home, was on Tuesday night. It went 14 innings, lasted five and a half hours, 
and uh, was the longest baseball game in school history. It was knotted 6-6 forever. Well, hold up, hold up, hold up. You have to to get around the fact that we tied it on a what probably could have or should have been an out in the eighth, uh, down three runs, a bases-clearing bloop single to right field tied the game at six. Like, that. that's pretty wild. And oh, before- they blew – like, look, no one wanted to win this game. No. Like, let's it, be entirely clear. Didn't we have bases loaded with, like, one out in the 10th or something and, and blow Multiple that times. Oh, Multiple. yeah. UGA walked a lot of dudes, and that very much was useful for us. We broke – I'm pretty sure the two teams broke the 300-pitch count or 300-pitch number. Level. Oh. Metric? I, I, I wouldn't doubt that at all. We went 14 innings. That's a lot of innings. I just want to know, did they play dead skunk as a 14th inning stretch, or or did they just kind of – I feel like they didn't, and I feel like you're hoping for a lot if they for them to have done so. I was once at New Comiskey, and they played the seventh inning stretch again in the 14th, so I figured it was a legitimate question. I, I, I respect it, but I disagree that it happened, you know? Yeah, I mean, I have no way to know or prove. Uh, nobody really responded to the tweet I put out. So, uh, oops. Hate to see it. Uh, just to, I don't know, provide some more color to the weekend. Uh, Wait, they needed, they walked off. They walked did off. Say, did we ever say how the game ended? In- oh, th- yeah, that might be important. Do you want to you take it away here? Yeah, so bases loaded. Uh, bottom of the 14th, we had done it with uh, no outs, so... The expectation, I think I can speak for every Georgia Tech fan, is that we would have scored a run somewhere, somehow, some way. Um, in the end, we did get it on a Justin Henry Malloy sack fly to rather shallow. Uh, I believe very, that. very, very shallow. Yeah. Left. And uh, and that knocked in the run, tag up, run home. Um, very... Uh, I, I wouldn't even call it a bang-bang play. It was – he was safe, but Strickland still reviewed it because the, 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 Kurt, the Kirk Ferentz um, philosophy of timeout usage, I think, applied to replay reviews in this scenario. Like, what are you going to do? Leave him on the field? Um, so Tech got to celebrate twice because, as it should have been, the call was upheld, safe at the plate, uh, Tech won 7-6. VAR sucks, doesn't it? It really took the wind out of my sails, man. I had to sit there and wait. And, ugh. So here's my thing, right? If you if you watch the replay, and I don't know if you have, because I remember you saying very specifically on Twitter that you hadn't. But no, you go I, back- I, I couldn't. I was listening to Wiley call the game, trying to freaking tweet as fast as I could. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so if you go back and watch the replay, and I, and I suggest you do because – Podcasting is a visual medium, but um, right now and we can relive it together. <laughs> so, if you watch the replay, you can see that that ball is hit into ve- like when I say shallow left, I'm talking about maybe a couple yards short of the infield. Uh, if that throw is on the money, Luke Waddell is out at home. It just so happens that the throw is off by a couple a couple feet to the right of of home plate. And it's it's also high, but if that throw is on target right at home plate, Luke Waddell is out by a mile. It is a veritable miracle that Luke Waddell was not thrown out trying to take home on this play. 
It is a miracle that I will take happily, but it is still a miracle. All right, time to time to cue up the uh, the the Justin Henry Malloy. All right, he's at the plate. Well, this could be a little close here. Coming in, here's a throw. Where'd it go? Oh, this is the edited view. Okay, no, no. Sorry, Wiley. Love ya. Okay, here's the actual clip. Coming in. Yeah. It's at the first baseline. And Georgia Tech he was only like 15 feet past the shortstop position. Yeah. Wow. No, it was it was extremely close. Like you have to watch the video to understand how close this play was. Huh. Uh it, it it looks like the obviously the result is a lot safer than than like the early part of the call makes it out to be and and how I'm making it out to be, but watch it. Like yeah, again, a veritable miracle. I uh, that that uh, skipping the relay was probably the right call by UGA, but uh, I mean that wound up up the first baseline. There wasn't really a ton they mm-hmm. could, I guess, do about that. At least from from my watching, you know, like what are you going to do? Hit the relay man and then be late, but the the throws online like that then. I don't know. I it's like it's one of those things where (coughs) like he he had the arm, right? He got it on target. And I don't I I don't know why we're spending time, you know, analyzing something that clearly went in our favor necessarily, but like he had the arm. It was on he all he had to do was get it two feet to the right. And it was an Yeah. And he didn't. (laughs) I'm not I, I think we need to stop arguing about it. Uh, no, I, don't think, I don't even think we're arguing. We're just kind of talking passionately in circles. Uh, reminds us a lot of other things. Uh, anyway, um, moving on to the UNC series, which Tech did win 2-1. It needed another walk-off. <laughs> they needed another walk-off in this series. to to what? That was just the first game, right? That was the second game. First win. They lost Friday night, didn't they? Because that was the three-two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they went yeah. back two, so that was the second game. They needed to walk off in the second game, and then they opened up a massive lead in that third game and almost gave it up in the top of the ninth. I was convinced we were about to lose a seven-run lead in the top of the ninth. I, I maybe that me- means I'm a untrustworthy fan, but I, I was. Mean, not you constantly. live in Atlanta now. Well, not currently, but you live in Atlanta. You will be living in Atlanta. I think it's just rubbing off on you at this point. Yeah, I mean, it seems like a feeling I need to learn a lot about based on my experiences thus far. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that, that's one that uh, that's one that doesn't get old. Are you are you sure about that? I uh, I would prefer not, but <laughs> it, it it never ever ever gets. Oh, so Drew Compton walks it off with a home run uh, in the bottom of the ninth on Saturday. And Tech puts together a really good pitching performance to open the day on Sunday. Uh, I think it was Marquise Grissom Jr. on the mound. It was. Uh, to open the day. And he's been putting – I have really liked him, on, liked him on the mound recently. His performances have been really good. Yeah, they um, totally blew uh, a, a gem from him against Miami too. I don't want that yeah. to, that to get swept on the ru- under the rug because that was a loss. Um, whatever he had bugging him in the beginning of the year, he seems to have uh, figured out right at the right time. So mm-hmm. that's 
that's a good add to our little, uh, you know, pitching arsenal. Yeah, and I mean, we're not going to let Tech off the hook for its pitching just because they've discovered that one pitcher is serviceable. Um, the They've got some holes to plug, I think is the nicest way to put it. They got it. It's, it's a little late for experimentation at this point, but especially now that we have the ACC tournament coming up at the end of this week, or really the middle of this week, and then the NCAA tournament, hopefully, uh, in the next over the next month, month and a half, you got to figure something out here. You really got to figure out a way to, to survive in advance, especially right. if your bats aren't working as well as you think they should, or if your bats have worked well and all you need to do is coast. Like you yeah. really have to find a solution here. I agree. Uh, also, I just started clapping because uh, my boy Javi Baez just hit a two run bomb in the top of the 10th. So, uh, Go Cubs. Hmm. Um, it's Boom. been a very baseball weekend. Um, I, I was going to bounce off that. Uh, pitching, not letting them off the hook, uh, almost imploding, uh, et cetera, et cetera. We need to not do that in the playoffs because every team is going to be better, especially once we get past the ACC, than the one we faced. And and, and to dive kind of past that into our pool, uh, pool B that we're in, it's us, Clemson, and Louisville. Those are some terrifying lower seeds there. Am I right or am I wrong? Yeah. I mean, as someone who watched uh, watched Seth Beer play at Clemson for multiple years and terrorized Georgia Tech baseball, uh, let me tell you, I am terrified. Also, we we had a tough out versus Louisville this earlier this year. Yeah. Like, it's the, not yeah. a given. Yeah, I, yeah I, I was going to bounce off that and say the, the Georgia Tech-Louisville series, it, yes, it was a series win for Georgia Tech, but man, that... Uh, you had to grind that one out. That Sunday game, too, we almost not... I mean, granted, it worked out in the end, but they... Uh, it, it definitely was not easy uh, to win that Sunday game. Obviously, Friday didn't go our way. Saturday was a little bit more uh, chill in favor of Tech. But, um, whew. Um, Survive and advance. We Survive only advance. need to go one and one, provided those two go one and one, though, because the ACC uh, is uh, hashtag go ACCing. <laughs> we, we had a discussion earlier, I think, on the – the um, nature of the ACC's conference tournament scheduling and organization, especially compared to the SEC's. And uh, boy, there's some very interesting ways to come up with a ba- with a baseball tournament. Yeah, I mean, the SEC's, I would not say is great either. That goes single elimination, then it goes to double elimination, then it goes back to single elimination. Like, what? <laughs> it, it's just confusing for confusing. That's say, just bizarre. But but the ACC is not that much better, you know. Like I mean, pool play is very strange. Like pool play, I feel like you can pick a better tiebreaker than than whose seed is the best, like a uh, run differential or uh, I, I don't know. It's like they tried to do it World Cup style and just yeah. completely botched the uh the the tiebreakers 
Like you should be incentivizing people to score and use run differential. I yeah. I understand that me saying this is probably going to screw us over later this week. I I realize this, but at the same time, like have better tiebreakers. I believe we play. Let me let me check my notes. Um, we play Clemson first on Wednesday, seven p.m. Uh, that'll be on your RSNs or the uh, network extra. Um, but if we play Clemson and win, and they've already no, uh, if we play Clemson and win, and they've already beat Louisville, then that game against Louisville doesn't even matter. Am I right? Yes. Because if everyone if everyone goes one and one, then Tech advances. Interesting. So really, uh, all you have to do is hope. If you want to really stretch your luck, instead of saying win and it doesn't matter, uh, you want Clemson to Clemson to lose to Louisville and then lose to Tech. No, you want Clemson to beat Louisville, and then you want Clemson to lose. Right, right, right. You want you want Clemson to beat Louisville and then lose to Tech. So they're one and one. Louisville's game doesn't matter. Louisville's game versus us doesn't matter because the best they could be would be one and one. Yeah, and the worst we could be is one and one. Hi. So that's a very sickos option that induces a lot of scoreboard watching. So I'm gonna go with just win and don't worry about it. Just win, baby. Four games, four wins. Get the ACC tournament title. Flags fly forever. Same thing. Same thing. In in twenty years, no one's gonna go stick a big asterisk next to the men's basketball title from this year because flags fly forever, and people eventually forget the circumstances and UVA whatevering out of the tournament. Granted, I'm not saying the same thing's gonna happen here, and, and I'm not saying it's the same circumstances, but. And this kind of leads into a take we were discussing before we started recording. But if baseball wins the ACC tournament on top of the basketball uh, title we already have, does that make this the best season we've had since 2009 when we won the ACC? You were the one that said the Orange Bowl counts. I, I the did. Orange Bowl year has some sort of functional equivalency because of football's outsized importance. This, that's the argument that you were making to yourself, if I remember correctly. Exactly, but I thought you were going to take some sort of... Uh, um, Do you want me to take a side here? I mean, you, I thought you were going to be antagonistic. That's usually our vibe. I mean, like, it's hard for me to say, right? And I think we, we discussed it a little bit before we started. It's, they are functionally equivalent. Like, it, it depends on how much, how much you value a certain title right and obviously a conference title that comes with an auto bid to the ncaa tournament there's a bit more meaning to that in in terms in a sporting sense than there is to losing a conference title and just being the conference title game and being just having this the happenstance of being the highest remaining acc college football playoff team yeah right yeah, and especially because that cannot work out your way. Like you, it just so happened that Tech had finished first in the Coastal, and was also the first ACC or first place, I guess second place CFP team in the ACC. It could have yeah. also been Clemson that was the second place ACC team if they had finished, if they had done decent in twenty fourteen, right? Yep. 
that one's not guaranteed. There's always a guarantee. Like the Orange Bowl is not a guarantee for for the loser of the ACC title game, but there's a guarantee of postseason basketball for the winner or post postseason basketball for the winner of the of the conference tournament. So I it, I have a, a I pulled up the table of titles in the ACC because I feel like table of titles. Thing. Say that four times fast. Table of titles. Um, this took a lot of digging. I will say that. Um, do you want to know something that'll make you and you in particular barf? Why me in particular? But fine. Uh, guess who has the most ACC titles so far this season? Clemson. Nope. Duke. Yep. And it's not even close. They have six. The next closest is Florida State with four. So Duke is softball. Oh, gosh. Lacrosse. You want me to go digging? It's softball. Well, they quit on women's basketball, so it's not that. They didn't uh-huh. win cross countries. Uh, it's they won fencing. They won and... men's and women's fencing. Ugh. So men's and women's fencing, softball, lacrosse. Um, the lacrosse. They did not win. They won women's golf. Okay, um, so that's four. Uh, let's see. Men's lacrosse. That's five. And did you already count softball? Yes, I have five. Uh, oh, uh, they tied for the women's outdoor track and field title. That's six. Yep. Woof. Okay, we need right. to we need to get back on track no, here. Okay. Um, I'm I'm gonna go back into the table of titles though. Um, to see Georgia Tech's um, Georgia Tech's last time. Well, we only had one this year. Uh, we had one in 2019. That was golf. And the year before it, which was also golf, 2014-15, uh, I don't know what that is off the top of my head. Probably golf, if I had to guess. Uh, in 2014, we had two conference titles. Uh, in 2012, probably tennis we in there too, maybe? Yeah, uh, probably a tennis. 2013-14, uh, one of them was the baseball tournament title. I do know that. And same with the three in 2011-2012. Um, we had four conference titles in 2009-2010. Uh, I did count the football title. Uh, fight me, NCAA. They uh, might. It's a, they they legitimately might. But um, I don't know. We have a lot less sports than other schools, so uh, you know that that one kind of is what it is too. Celebrate um, right when you can. You know, our our two would match twenty thirteen fourteen, but I feel like basketball and baseball outweighs baseball and question mark. Right? Yeah. And then 2011-2012 is definitely baseball because we won 20 Football. Uh, no, football. We lost the ACC title game in football. 2012. Let's go check women's tennis. It was not women's tennis. We last won that in 2010. Um, not men's tennis. Softball, maybe? Ah, yes. A softball mm, yeah, that sounds right. 2012. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was uh, – so, yeah, that's baseball, softball. Man. Good, good time to be a stickball fan right there. Um, but, but yeah, I, I think basketball, baseball outweighs, outweighs softball, baseball. Mm, I don't know. We're getting it in the weeds on this. that the fans can argue in the comment section and on Twitter. We have a whole summer that we get to hash this one out. You know? God, we get to do bits and jokes and uh, – huh. Also, update. The third one was golf, by the way. Um Fun mm. fact about golf, we have won uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, 
seven, eight, nine, ten titles since 2006. That's pretty good. It's pretty, pretty good. Pretty... Congrats to us. Good job, Hepler. Okay, so as a recap, ACC tournament games Wednesday at 7 p.m. versus Clemson. That'll be on the RSN. Uh, and versus Louisville on Thursday at 3 p.m. Uh, that will probably be on the RSN and or ACC Network. Extra, I assume ACC Network will have the semis uh, based on Jake's documentation here, uh, and ESPN2 will have the championship match. Mr. Grant, do you want to round us out with that bit of delectable news that I teased earlier in the show? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, If you all are regular listeners of this podcast, you probably know a couple things. Uh, One, that we uh, normally put this out pretty early on Mondays, uh, so this will be coming to you a little bit later than usual uh, for exactly this reason. And that is, two, we also love uh, quality uh, Georgia Tech branded gear. Um, And, uh, yeah, Section 103 by uh, a friend of the – Friend of the site um, is uh, is coming, I guess, to today. today? All of you, yeah, yeah. Um, Jake, it, this is a very poor ad read. It, I, I thought you were going to have something prepared. This also I, isn't an ad read, which makes well, it even not funnier. A, it's not an ad read. I don't know, like, how direct, like the uh, the genius minds behind all the uh, like like we don't know if it's going to be framed as the company or person with the company but anyways um we're kind of go by the stuff we're we're flying by the seat of our pants here uh go support section 103 uh it's quality stuff we've seen a lot of the designs including uh some great ones that did not make the opening day roster if you will um uh he does great work uh my wallet is already crying in pain because i know i'm gonna buy like a couple shirts um (laughs) But yeah, I mean, until until the middle of June, I, I am a post collegiate unemployed person uh, uh, until I start. So that means money is fake, and thus you can spend a lot of money with Section One Hundred Three. Oh. oh yeah, for sure. Um, if you also know the, again uh, to, to clarify, no no financial affiliation here. We are shilling for a friend of the site, completely free of charge um we like his stuff we like the designs and and we're excited to see uh people get their hands on quality gear and uh we love that it is uh uh, coming from someone who knows the ins and outs uh, of georgia tech uh, who's dedicated to tech and is going to make stuff that uh i mean it's a georgia tech fan making things uh that georgia tech fans want to buy um so yeah looks uh looks appealing definitely have your gold options if you are out there in the world of I gotta wear gold to Georgia Tech sports, um, of which, which there is a sizable number. Oh, and it's all the real stuff because y- you know Section One Hundred Three ain't making it with some bootleg yellow. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that that's that's the that's the difference right there. Somebody who pays attention, someone who knows what uh, the what Section One Hundred Three difference, Mister Grant. The Section One Hundred Three difference. We're shills. It's fine. We need to get better at our not ad ad reads. Hey, if somebody paid us to do ad reads, maybe we'd be better. It's fine. It's fine. You know, again, go buy the guy stuff. Section103.com, I think is the website. Yeah, uh, something like that. 
Cool. Anything else before we wrap up for the night? Uh, we will say, uh, check the site uh, from the rumbleseat.com. We have a interview with the founder, uh, et cetera. And I'm sure there will be hyperlinks and you can just check it out there. I, I think of after the fact, after we already ended that bit. <laughs> okay. We're, we're going to stop rambling. It's 1030. We'll see you all next.